Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock. DA, the pride of Northwestern, Damian Anderson, joins us. And gentlemen, we have officially made it. It is week one (laughs) of the NFL season. It is game week for Kansas City and Bo Brock. Oh, my goodness. Where do we start? Arizona Cardinals are going to be healthy enough. They're going to get a full, you know, roster out there, that full offensive firepower that we're all looking forward to seeing. Are we going to see those guys out there? It's uh, There are a couple scratches at practice on Monday when everybody suited up for Labor Day. We didn't see a couple key names. And uh, we're seeing some interesting things as far as this first depth chart. But the most interesting thing, guys, and we're going to talk about it, is that that growing spread. It seems like a lot of money is going on that Kansas City Chiefs team and the Arizona Cardinals have come a tr- become a tremendous home dog. Well, I thought as we got closer that it would definitely – I thought it would decrease, right? I mean, as the games get closer and, and the depth chart comes out. But to me, if you look at it from a, from a macro view, it's proven versus potential. You got Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl champion. He's led his team and, and had those signature moments. An elite QB who doesn't necessarily have to have – all the big names around them. And I know that you say that Cheetah, Kelsey are big names, but those guys have been hurt over the years and he's continued to produce Johnny and a guy like Kyler who we haven't seen, you know, produce yet, right? The Cardinals have been fun, but disappointing as of late. They need to get a big win over Patrick Mahomes and company to, to establish that legacy. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes have something like a 90-plus percent win percentage in the month of September since dating back to his second year starting in the NFL. And I think that's where this line originally came from. It started out right after the draft, two and a half, three, three and a half. And I think most of us agreed, like, pretty tangible. And the Hopkins injury, or excuse me, the suspension mixed in. We could grasp that, right? But Kansas City on paper, better quarterback, some would say. A lot of people would say better head coach, Right. But then over the past couple of days, it has gone from four and a half to five to five and a half. And then I checked it this morning, six on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think the biggest thing is the national media, fans, whomever. And this is not Vegas saying that the the Kansas City Chiefs are six points better. This is Vegas enticing the public to bet the Cardinals because so much money, as Bo mentioned, is on Kansas City. And it goes back to how this team finished last year. You would never know that the the team that started 7-0 between these teams 
was not Kansas City based on this line. You'd never know that. You All you'd look at, contract addendums for a quarterback that's not studying and social media scrubs and, you know, issues with, you know, veteran offensive linemen. Will he or won't he play with Rodney Hudson? The Cardinals have had a plethora of just non-football related issues this offseason that I think have have fed into public perception. But then you look at the football, the tangible football news, Bo Brock, and it's like, I think the Cardinals have upgraded in a lot of places. And then I look at Kansas City, and it's like, Tyreek Hill doesn't play for them anymore. Their defense, specifically in the secondary, lost Tyron Matthew. And by the look of this spread, you would think that the Chiefs are all in and they've got this unbeatable roster. I feel like, given how poor the Cardinals were at home last year, given that this spread now has gotten to the point of embarrassing, I think this works absolutely in the Cardinals' favor because we saw it last year. They were disrespected week one against Tennessee, week uh, four against, uh, I believe, the L.A. Rams or whenever that was, and the Cardinals got on their roll based on disrespect, and there's no player better to help harness that disrespect than number 99, J.J. Watt, and maybe they're just effing better. That's where it originated from, and we could have that 2.0 here Sunday at State Farm Stadium. I mean, you hope so, right? You want the team to play with a little bit extra chip on their shoulder, and they should already have a fairly large one after all the nonsense that was going on throughout the entire offseason. And the main guy, the one that's going to be the catalyst for all of this, that's it's Kyler Murray, right? But, you know, you're staring down one of the biggest bulldozers in, you know, recent NFL. And Andy Reid, you know, coming off a bye week, just ample time to to get ready. He's just dangerous. And then with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, I mean, he, he's 4-0 in openers and – they have the longest opening day winning streak in the NFL. It's just, this is a true buzzsaw. And the Arizona Cardinals, you know, when you talk, talk about just national brand recognitions, like what the Chiefs are known with the Arizona Cardinals right now are for, the Cardinals just need to do kind of what you were saying, Johnny, last year. It was like, maybe we're effing better. Just continue to change the narrative around this team. And the guy that can do that and possess the ability to do that is Kyler Murray. He can kind of put the team on his back a little bit, but he's certainly going to need some help, D.A., yeah, but you, you talk about those signature moments, and I think that's why they've provided him with all the needs that you, you can ask for, right? You got a tight end, you have a plethora of receivers, yet there is no D-hop, but you want to be elite, you got that big money, now is an opportunity to show to go against the best and demonstrate why you're one of the elite quarterbacks in the league and why you got that guaranteed money. I mean, it's a great opportunity, but at the same time, people are going to look at past practices. They look at Andy Reid's success rate, as you mentioned, Bo. I don't know if it's just Patrick Mahomes 4-0 or obviously them two together doing what they do. But to me, I think it it definitely favors the Cardinals being at home, having this team, having a healthy J.J. Watt, being in an environment where they're comfortable. And it's a great test. It's a great test for this team. I, I like the fact that it's early in the season and not the latter part of the season because we've seen yeah. what Patrick can do. But when you have a quarterback that you feel that you could be in any game, be competitive and or win with Kyler Murray – you're not worried about it. You want to you want to play the best. And I think that that's what the fans are looking forward to. And we're I mean, I think that everybody, Johnny, is anticipating a shootout. I think when you look at it, you think, it, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't matter if they have Cheetah. They have Marquez, Marquez Valdez, Scanling. They have Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. They have Juju. They have guys. And they can run the ball with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You know, he averaged yeah. in the games that he played, average four yards a clip. So they can do some great things. If, Patrick Mahomes being elite, it's just if they're going to be able – if the, they, being the Cardinals, can match the the Chiefs going shot for shot. And I think with this offense, regardless of D-Hop, a healthy Kyler Murray, they can do that.
Yeah, let's get to some of these comments here. Cardinal Sins 21 says, as nervous as, as I am for the game, I'm glad to be tested early. Like DA mentioned, I do believe we can pull off the upset. I agree with that, but I do. Uh, I got to go with the better coach QB combo. Uh, KC 28-24, make me eat crow, please. I think that's a very reasonable expectation. People I was talking to on the Twitter streets this morning feel like it's going to be a field goal game. How about this one? Uh, Anish Chatterjee says, why do you think the Cardinals get absolutely no love from the NFL? As per the week one power seedings, Dan has us, uh, hands us, ranks us 16th. Mm-hmm. When are we going to get any respect? And, and quickly, Bo, I'll throw that to you, but it's part of the reason I believe this network exists, PHNX Cardinals, is, you know, even with some local media, you get the negativity. And while we'll, we're objective on this show and on this podcast each and every day, we openly root for the Arizona Cardinals. We want them to have success. We look at the glass half full approach as do you, the fans, hopefully. So a big caveat, Bo Brock, before we go into this weekend that I know a lot of people are saying, like, why doesn't anybody trust this Cardinal team? Yeah, I mean, it's probably because there's a lot of group think going on. Obviously, you, you see how they finish and people think that that's going to linger into the start of this regular season. And they see all the negative headlines surrounding this team. And not a lot of people are big on Hollywood Brown as the addition. They get lost in, you know, what the draft value was trading a first round pick for a wide receiver who just eclipsed a thousand yards last year. They don't take into consideration. It was from a run first offense. They was catching passes from a couple ham sandwiches not name Lamar Jackson down the stretch. Like they don't take into all the variables that we see on a day-to-day basis with this team. And, you know, when the Arizona Cardinals are going to go as Kyler Murray goes and the last taste on a national audience that people got of Kyler Murray was negative. And, and the, the, obviously the contract uh, dispute, whatever you want, saga, that how it played out this offseason, people take that, especially with the addendum. They want to, you know, make their own assumptions about this quarterback. But the things that they're forgetting is what makes him so great, why he's in the conversation every year as far as an MVP favorite, betting favorite, you know, the skill set that he possesses. And with that skill set, when it plays out, when he's healthy uh, and he's got, you know, a pretty full-strength team, he's as dangerous as anybody in the league. And that includes the guy on the other side of the sidelines for the Chiefs and I think that people just discount that far too often. And that's why, yeah, I think that we're grateful for an avenue like PHNX Cardinals to actually give them their due respect because 16 is it is a little too far down for a team that won 11 games last year, Damon. But, but guys, you got, as you mentioned, Bo, as you clearly hit on, it wasn't how they, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Yeah. And the Cardinals didn't finish that second part of the season. And, and that's been the story the last couple of seasons. They start off hot. Things are going well. The war of attrition, guys break down, and it's like, who are they? And to be considered great to get to earn people's respect, don't get me wrong, I respect every person. I want to say this, um, you know, throughout the Cardinals, all their players, what they do, but to, to gain the mainstream media's respect, you have to be consistent, and you have to have yeah. those signature moments, and you can't have guys get hurt. And I know that that's a pro, you know part of life, right? Luck. This is a game where you bang every single play, and with that comes injuries but at the same time there has to be a where you know the odds favor you you find ways to overcome that adversity and you win football games and until Kyler Murray and company because that's what it's about you know they have all these other stars but it's Kyler Murray and company do that win in those signature moments beat Patrick Mahomes get a playoff win go into the you know the the NFC playoff round the fans are just going to say like hey yeah they're fun and, and they're exciting, and I love the players on them, and I love to watch. But in terms of, hey, in the mix of that top elite, they want to see it. You know, it's just like Pro, pro Bowl voting, guys. We, we, we always talk about this. Guys usually get in 
year after they've earned the respect, right? And I think it's the same thing with the Cardinals. Once they establish that respect amongst the league and, you know, winning, you know, in, late into the playoffs, getting to the playoffs, have some consistency there, they'll get that mainstream respect. Respect. I don't think of a singular victory would mean more, and I, I, I mean this honestly, for, for Kingsbury and Kyler Murray specifically and their reputation around the league than to beat Mahomes and, and Andy Reid week one. You go back to two years ago, the NFC champion 49ers hosted the Cardinals first week of the COVID season. Kyler Murray took over it, and they beat the Niners. And, you know, it was a blip on the NFL radar, and, and the 49ers had a dismal season but didn't earn them respect. Last year, they put a whooping with Kyler Murray's five touchdowns against Tennessee. Tennessee goes on to win the one seed. I mean, yes, people got up in arms about the Cardinals' fast start, but nobody was bringing that up at the end of the year. I think mm -hmm. a victory like this would have lasting effects on people's memory. It's with the number one CBS broadcasting crew with uh, Nance and, and Romo. I, I To me, it would be a signature victory that Kingsbury and Kyler Murray do not have enough of on top of the fact, and I mentioned this earlier, guys, they were so poor at home last year. What better way to come out and treat your home audience, treat your home crowd to a victory? They have not seen the Cardinals win at State Farm Stadium preseason or otherwise since mid-October last year when they beat the Houston Texans and then Watt goes down and the wheels subsequently fall off. Even if the Cardinals win nine or ten games this year, even if they miss the playoffs, I just feel like the the expectations can be set. And to reintroduce yourself to the NFL landscape, like, hey, we have real players here. Everybody's treating this team like an expansion-level team that's going to win six or seven games. Kyler Murray is a bona fide top-ten cornerback, and Bo, as you mentioned, when he's at his best, he can enter the top five. He can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with everybody else. He can outduel Josh Allen in the desert. But, I mean, everybody just loves San Francisco, the roster, the L.A. Rams, rightfully so, are the, are the Super Bowl champions. But the Cardinals went 4-2 and two in the NFC West last year. It would be... I think the biggest regular season victory of the Cliff Kingsbury era entering year four over anything else if they were to do this on the national stage because of what Mahomes and Andy Reid have become. And the Cardinals are trying to get there. They want to be that yeah. next Mahomes and Andy combo. Yeah, I don't want to say you got them right where you want them, right? But if you ever were to pick a time during the Patrick Mahomes era where you could face him, it's it's kind of – going through this transition, right? For the first yeah. time, he's legitimately out without his top playmaker. Sure, he's got Kelsey, and Kelsey is a guy that they're going to have to account for. You know, he's, he's he's the number one target this year. But, you know, no no cheetah out there. And then you look at the defensive secondary, there, there are very few names. They've got a rookie that's going to be starting in the cornerback room, and Trent McDuffie, somebody that all three of us scouted pretty heavily uh, on the Cardinals' behalf for the draft. But, you know, they added Justin Reed, who's probably a little bit of an upgrade over Honey Badger at this point in their careers. But there isn't much more. I mean, you got to keep, you know, the, the defensive line, the front seven at bay. Hold, you can hold, go tip for tat. Yeah. Don't say it, Damien. Don't say it. There's a guy there. He's not starting, though. Look, I'm looking oh, at his he's depth gonna, chart. He's going to play. Look, he's, he's going to play. play. Look, and it's going to be similar play. what the Cardinals are doing with the rotation because, you know. I won't even say his name, Johnny. I won't even his name is that. George Karlofkis, and he yeah. went to Purdue, and I shit on him all draft freak. season. <laughs> and he's had a great preseason, and I hope he gets to the Hall of Fame one day, just not yeah. this weekend against the Cardinals. I just I, – I think that this is, you know, as far as opportunities, and, and you just look at this team, and, and there can be a – you know, people don't like moral victories in the NFL, but, you know, Cleveland had a, a moral victory against this Chiefs team in the opener two years ago, and it kind of, they lost, they couldn't hold on to a lead, but they showed that they could play with a team of that caliber. 
uh, and they won 11 games. And, uh, you know, I think the Arizona Cardinals, you know, as much as I want them to get the dub, you know, this is just, it's a buzzsaw. It's, you know, you can't discount everything, but I think, like I said, that you, there's a good opportunity here for the Cardinals to kind of take advantage of some, some on the fly moving parts for Kansas city. Guys. And one, one thing that I, I, I mean, I'm not a, a huge supporter of the spread. I, I like the Cardinals, how they match up defensively against the Chiefs, right? Because like, you got Kelsey, you have Simmons, you have Baker with the ability to play on the line of scrimmage and blitz, What, which is his, I believe, his best best attribute, right? Like eluding, you know, blockers and getting to the quarterback and just, you know, delivering impactful hits. But Simmons matches up well in terms of being elite versus Kelsey, or you could bracket him. And with, with the addition, I mean, not the addition, with the healthy, you know, J.J. Watt, I think that if you can eliminate – the number one target, then it's going to make guys like Marcus, you know, Scanling or Scantling, whatever his name is, Sky Moore mm-hmm. and Juju Smith-Schuster have to beat you. And I think the linebackers in terms of their athleticism, you know, defensive secondary, Byron Murphy matches up well with that. To me, it's Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes, being able to extend plays, you know, yeah. make up throwing lanes and, and, find, and just throwing guys open, right? That's the ability. Will they be able to get pressure? Those are questions that we have to ask, guys. Is You know, because I think they match up well, but I just think it's going to be a game of, you know, where it starts, that, that front seven, really. It's going to start with that front seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have huge question marks, Bill Brock, about this front seven. What I will say to Damian's point is the, the Chiefs, the quick strike passing, the quick score passing, I should say, that might be gone. And where the Cardinals are at their best is when this offense gets going like last year against Tennessee. What did Tennessee want to do week one against the Cardinals last year? They wanted to run downhill, but the Cardinals made it impossible for them to do that. And I think they're going to do the same thing. I think the Cardinals are going to put up 14, 21 points in the first half and force Kansas City, number one, to be one-dimensional. And number two, to have to nickel and dime their way downfield. As Damien just mentioned, these are not burners offensively for Kansas City anymore. I mean, Sky Moore is, but he's a rookie, a mid-round pick. Let's let's pump the brakes with Sky Moore in his first NFL game. But like Juju and Scanlon and these guys, these are intermediate route runners. These are like the equivalent of like an A.J. Green for the Cardinals. These are guys burning you deep. I think that's a benefit for the Cardinals because you could see Mahomes and company get a little impatient because Cheetah's not out there, Cardinal or uh, Bull Brock, and, and their quick passing attack to get you six whenever you need it could be gone, and it helps the Cardinals being an underdog. Yeah, you just have to – you really have to avoid those those – those busted coverages and those broken plays where Mahomes is able to create and you've got those question marks at the cornerback position, you really just have to make sure you're taking into account for those guys and the guys that do maybe find find wide open space that are replacing Cheetah in that lineup, you know, Mahomes doesn't have the opportunity to find them, but that's, that's going to be, you know, such so easier said than done going up against this chiefs team. That's been so successful uh, under Andy Reid and with Patrick Mahomes in the lineup. It's uh you know, we're just starting our prep for this, Johnny and Damien, but uh, it's exciting. I mean, it, I mean, you really couldn't ask for a bigger matchup out of the gates like the Arizona Cardinals have right now at week one against the Chiefs at home. Well, I yep. just think that the fact that they're playing football, I mean, is amazing. You know, the, the fact that everything, as you guys mentioned, the saga, the offseason, it felt like we were watching TM, TMZ every week. And, and we were right doing it right here on PHNX with Johnny Venerable and Bo Brock. Like it, it was great just in terms of the updating. Um, and it's, it's important that we're right here right now and we get to talk about it, watch this game. And I'm excited guys, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray and company. It's going to be fun. Bo Brock's going to tell us about 
a fun way to spice up the football season with underdog fantasy. And Bo, we've been dabbling in the app. I'm excited. The people should be too. Yeah, you absolutely need to just download the app, check it out. And when you do, you want to use the promo code PHNX. If you're looking for some favorite players out there, you just maybe want to tweak your lineup and, and root for some Cardinals or some Chiefs come Sunday, you can pretty much tailor your fantasy game to what you want. It's underdog fantasy. They've got their pick them game. You look for your favorite or least favorite players and pick between two to five players. You can pick them. The entry, whether or not you'll end up with a higher or low total that uh, than that stat this week's game, get all your picks right. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. It's insane. Uh, you know, I'm just, I was already kind of dabbling as far as the MLB feature because we can't really get into the NFL. We got to hurry up and wait for that. But it's incredible what Underdog Fantasy has uh, just read at your, your fingertip here on the app. Uh, you can search it in the app, app store. You, we've got the link in the show notes here on the YouTube channel where you're listening to your podcast. Sign up, use that promo code PHNX, uh, and Underdog will double your first deposit of 100 bucks. Double it. So you're pretty much playing with free money. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use that promo code PHNX and get in on the action today. People give me grief in the comments about, well, they've got some deep threats. Juju averaged, Juju Smith-Suster averaged 8.6 yards per reception the last two years. That that sounds like a vertical threat. Hardman, who's been one of the bigger busts as they passed on DK Metcalf and company form back in the Andy Isabella draft, had under 12 yards per reception last year in this very offense. So, Maybe Scanley comes and he takes the top off, but he's not hes not uh, Tyree Kill, and you can bet on that. You can also bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Football fans, this first week of the NFL season is finally here. Take a deep breath. We've made it. We've made it through the muck of the offseason, and now DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up our fans right now. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. $5 gets you $200 as an extra added bonus for week one. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's really simple, guys. All you got to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, Cardinals lead by 10, you get paid instantly. Even if they lose the game, that'd be heartbreaking, right? That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply See those show notes for details, my DraftKings pick of the week. Of course, right now you hammer the Cardinals plus six, gentlemen. And I want to remind everybody, Game Time is one of our newest sponsors. Let me tell you about them quickly. Think about going to the game this weekend. Maybe dabble on the Game Time app. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets, sports, concert shows, what have you. All you got to do is you save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. So if you're partying with us at our PHNX tailgate at the Lola that Bo's going to tell you about in just a hot minute, you can dabble on game time and save money up until kickoff. It's great for you procrastinators out there. I'm one included. If you love PHNX, you're going to love game time. It's the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below, Bo. Yeah, the tailgate that's going to be going down early Sunday morning. You, I know you, like, you're not going to be able to sleep that night, so why not get no, up early? No, no. Hang out with us for the official PHNX tailgate, best tailgate in the Valley. Us joining up with Bird Gang Travel Club, our guy Tyler, love that guy. We're going to be hanging out at the Lola Cocktail Lab and Eatery out there in Glendale. This is the best deal in town. $20 per ticket for free Four Peaks beer. 
Is there a better deal than that? Because I can't find no. one. You're hard to find in the Valley or in the, the great United States. 10 a.m., 9-11 at the Lola Hangout, Arizona, Kansas City, official PHNX tailgate. It's going to be a blast. Join us. We're going to be watching the early games, gearing you up for the Cardinal kickoff against the Chefs. And we got a little taste of what the depth charts look like. And by God, the Arizona Cardinals, they just can't do anything, you know, like down the down, like straight. Like Aww. they can't do anything. They have Cardinal. to they have to play like some sort of magician. They got a goddamn rabbit up their hat and like you can't figure anything out. The first step charts are out, Johnny, and let's put up the Arizona Cardinals offense here because this one is pretty no no frills here. AJ Green, top wide receiver, your offensive line looks like it. And I saw him in practice on Monday. It's in fully intact. Pew was out there, Hudson was out there. Uh DJ Humphreys ready to go at the tackle spot. You've got Will Hernandez and then bookending the tackles, Kelvin Beecham. You like the depth there with Cody Ford, Harlow, and Josh Jones. Yeah. Zach Ertz right now is tight end one. Did not see him at practice on Monday. Cliff said he's day-to-day. We haven't seen him really since, what, week one in training camp. Max Williams coming off the PUP. He's your TE2. And then there's Trey McBride at TE3. He could move his way up the depth chart, I would assume, by game time on Sunday. Then there's Hollywood Brown, wide receiver two. Greg Dortch is his backup. Rondell Moore back on the practice field on Monday. He's your Ooh. wide receiver three. Andy Isabella is his backup. And then, oh, man, this is a shock. QB one, Kyler Murray. James Conner, Cardinals are carrying five. Cliff Kingsbury was on local radio today saying, yeah, they're going to move forward with five. They they like it. They like the depth. They like uh, having, you know, they've dealt with some injuries in the, in the past before. So they're going J.C., and then in a weird tweak, they put an Eno Benjamin or Daryl Williams as RB2. Clayton Ward. And then rookie running back Keontae Ingram all on that. Now, this the Arizona Cardinals, we'll see who's going to be active on Sunday. What is it? 46 players will be active on Sunday from the 53-man roster. So we'll see what they do with the RB position come uh, game day. Uh, Cliff's a dirty dog, uh, first of all. <laughs> I did not believe they were going to carry the running backs. I stand corrected, Damon Anderson. Your boy, Keontae Ingram. doesn't matter if he's second, third, fourth, fifth. He's on the team, so congrats officially. Keontae Ingram has made the Cardinals. He's going to suit up this week, and that's going to be a gas for him and his family. Can't wait to see that. Imagine it, gentlemen, if I had shown you a snapshot of the wide receiver room for week one back in, like, February, and I said, they're going to bring back A.J. Green, and Marquise Hollywood Brown is going to be there. No Hopkins, right? Andy Isabella, Greg Dortch are going to round out the receiving core. That, to me, a little bit troublesome because we know Rondell's a little bit banged up. But, Damien, here we are. The offensive line looks like the deepest position unit on the flipping team. It does look like the deepest position unit on the team, but I think that you're excited about that. I mean, you had to bring back A.J. Green. He had damn near 900 yards receiving. Why would you let him go if it's going to be a cost-friendly to the club? Obviously, you get uh, Marquise Brown because no D-hop for six games. Rondell Moore, that's to me like that. That's the question mark there. To, just in terms of his productivity, can he really fit into that mode that they need him in to take his game to the next level? Because in terms of his production last year, Johnny and Bo, you like it, but you want to see him be a be a star with that second round draft pick. And to me, the X factor is going to be Dorch. I mean, he was just so electric throughout camp and his ability to return kick so I could see him them not dressing you know as many running backs for the game and having Dorch in there in that punt return kick return 
position, or maybe just rushing four, but definitely all the all, all the receivers. I think maybe that's another thing. Uh, Bo, Johnny, I'm gonna throw this at you guys. How many how many receivers do they dress? Do they? I think you got to dress them all. I think you got to dress them all. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I would agree with that. And then maybe Dorch is returning kicks back. and punts, right? And Rondell right. has some up. success. But Ward had some success returning kicks yeah. in the preseason. They, they've got that. they've yeah. got Eno. They have Eno as the is the number one kick returner, and then Ward right behind him, uh, Damian. And then Dorch is your top punt returner with Rondell Moore as his backup. So that's that's how they keep Andy uh, away from it. special teams, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. The offense team, looks. The love offense him. looks good. Love the him. offense. Yeah. Love him. Give us the Andre Hopkins back, Roger Goodell, you bastard. But the offense looks <laughs> as, as good as it can be. Hoping Zach Ertz can play. Bo will be out of practice tomorrow. We'll have an update on tomorrow's show if he plays. But I think the real intrigue, gentlemen, as it's been all off season, is around the defensive depth chart. Emma, if we could, and good hell, what do the Cardinals think they're doing with Devon Kennard? Devon Kennard got done so dirty by the Cardinals, they cut his ass. He's on the practice squad, yet he, Bo Brock, is still above Cameron Thomas and Majay Sanders. That's all well and good, but if he's not off the practice squad Sunday, he can't just magically appear and be ready to play. So, like, I take this with a big fat grain of salt because he, he can't play over the two rookies if he's not active. Yeah, I, I mean, they just released a practice yes, squad can. member today. Yes, he can, guys. <laughs> yes, he can. Magic? Uh, they, they came out with it. They came out with the. It's magic. It's magic, Johnny. Like, I've never seen that. that before, ever. <laughs> I mean, we we they've never expanded to, to how many guys, Bo? Is it 16, 17 guys on the practice squad? There's, uh, I, yeah. I think now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they would never have expanded to. that. They've never had that. So I think with the opportunity, I mean, but guys, there you were have other to be teams active, though. You have to be activated. So I think that they're telling you that he's going to be activated. I think that's well. I get. I get if he's at. I always thought if Marcus Golden can't play, they're they're going to activate Devon Kennard. Like that makes sense. But if Marcus right. Golden plays, and all we heard for the past 10, 10 to twelve days, Bo, they cut Devon Kennard to play the young guys. You can't have your cake and eat it too. What the hell is this, right. Vance Joseph? Yeah, this this is the strangest thing I've seen. <laughs> I, I mean, I. He's got the PS like there's there's probably is there any depth chart in the NFL right now of all 32 teams where they've got a, a practice squad guy like this two one. on their depth chart. This, this I mean, one. this is it, right? This is the first. <laughs> this is it. This is the, I mean, this is the first. I mean, he's going to get a big bump in salary. He's going to get a big I mean, bump in salary. We'll see. I mean, they, they've already, they're already starting to make some room as far as the practice squad goes. But who, you know, obviously you'd have to wave somebody and, and drop them down. I don't, I don't know, like where do you, where do you, who gets bumped, who gets dropped from this roster right now? Does it come from the offensive side? Because it come from ben, the defense. One of those inside backers, Ben Neiman or Tanner Vallejo. One of those. Yeah. We don't need six inside backers on day, game day. Although Isaiah Simmons isn't an inside backer, but still, I. Do not give me Ben Neiman and Tanner Vallejo and Zeke Turner on game day. Good hell. I can't watch all those guys be active. People in the comments are saying that the defense looks subpar. And when you see it up close like this, Damian, like, I don't disagree. There are a lot of question marks right here for Vance. Um, John, there's a lot of question marks. But to, to me, aren't you also taking a chance that another team can claim and bring Kennard on their active roster while he's on the practice squad? So you put a guy out, I mean, just to go – you know, for the sake of your argument, guys, you put a guy that's on the practice squad on your depth chart and knowing that another team can make him take him to the active roster. To me, like I, I would almost do that if I was Kansas City. 
Like I would pick him up and make him act for You know what I mean? Make him act for They should. Yeah, I mean, that 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 would be great game. The Cardinals would have to block it immediately and activate him because there's a – see, that to me tells me Marcus Golden is going to play. I have no insight into this. I just – I have a hard time believing Marcus Golden, Zach Ertz, been sitting out so much at camp and they need a couple more weeks. Well, then you would have put them on IR, but – Right, we'll find is out. That, is that concerning for you guys, though? Like, that was concerning, like, when Bo came back with his report after, you know, um, um, on practice. That was concerning for me. Not Zach Ertz. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks and, and Marcus, and I know that we talked about the potentiality of a contract situation where I think that he absolutely should get compensated for his abilities. And the fact that if they don't have those two major pieces, guys, like, eh, it, it's pretty concerning going up, at, Bo, as you mentioned, against one of the best – Offense is one of the, the most elite quarterback in the league right now. Right. I mean, Mark, I've seen him out there the last couple of practices since, you know, they, they got down to the 53. He's been working out on the side field and he looks you know, fine. You know, he's not wearing his jersey or anything. And uh, we'll say, I mean, is it a hold in? I mean, what what's the latest as far as negotiations? I got to imagine a guy like Marcus Golden. He's not making a ton of money, Johnny, like, at all. It's not like relative to the NFL. He's not making a ton of money this year. Is he going to want to be able to miss well, any game checks? Like how far is he willing to push this hold yeah. in? I think I they're don't... trying to decide right now if that he, they're going to push comes to shove. I got sent something uh, in my, in my direct messages I was going to bring up for this very conversation. So somebody made me aware and Marcus's dad uh, is very active on Twitter uh, engages mm-hmm. with Cardinal fans, and um, supposedly he liked a post about a hold-in for Marcus, and the Cardinals need to pay him, and and it specifically referenced the hold-in. Um, well, I can I, can I say that the, the the tweet like mentioned pay the man, and if you're his father, you agree you like the tweet for that as well. You know, he right. he wants his son to get compensated, so I don't know if he was liking it for you. This is this right. Is like, no, I mean, I'm just, we're trying to put right. all the facts in front of, in front yeah, of but people. But he he was intentional decide. with that. He, he could have just looked at it. The fact that yeah. people know that I, eyeballs are on him. Like he knew that people. Well, here's another him, thing. Right? Here's another thing to keep in mind. Pay him. Pay I, him. I, the D, the, absolutely. None of us argue that DJ Humphreys, they made up a stomach bug for his hold in. So this toe thing could be made up. Like somebody came at me and was like, no, it's a toe. They listed it as a toe. The DJ Humphreys, they said he had a gastro, he had to go to the doctor for like like gastrointestinal issues, and we all felt mm-hmm. bad. And then we all realized it was bullshit. They had made it up so they could continue negotiations. You, like, you mean strategy? Cut Marcus, it was a strategy? John, I, cut Marcus a check for, for, for $5 million pay raise this year and move on. Like, can we just move on? I don't know if it's it, – I doubt his sticking point is future years as, as opposed to like – more more money this year. I don't think he wants to take the field on his current salary. And you know what? There's no Chandler Jones here for the Cardinals to lean on. And it's going to be a cruel place in hell come Sunday afternoon if Marcus Golden and Chandler Jones are gone. And you're starting Devon Kennard. And, you know, I love Dennis Gardeck. I don't want to see Dennis Gardeck in the starting lineup. I'm sorry. I don't want to see Devon Kennard in the starting lineup. And Marcus Golden gives this team their best outside edge rusher. And if you don't have him because of a hold-in, that's a problem, and this thing may go to may go to midnight on Saturday night, Bull Brock. Well, we have clear clarity on it. Have you have you considered that the Arizona Cardinals don't want to add extra years to his contract? I mean, I agree they, with that. Just, by the way, you know, I mean, I, he's he's gonna he's thirty one, right? I mean, not to say he's not their best pass rusher, but maybe they just want him to play out the rest of the, the length of the contract. 
Mm-hmm. This is his play. This is his Hail Murray. And, you know, he goes all the way until the 25th hour. And the next thing you know, I mean, we're not going to see him sign an extension, but he's he's not going to miss any game checks. I don't think he wants to miss on on the, the low salary he's already making. Guys, he needs to be out there and not having Marcus Golden losing the sack production of Chandler Jones and just the huge question marks at this team. I think that he has the ability to, one, be consistent, two, be productive and lift his teammates up and ha- not having him on the field. To me, it's just Vance is going to have to be very, very creative, and that creates holes in the defense. And Patrick Mahomes, one of the best dart throwers out there, can eat you up. So with that being said, cards, whoever whoever's making that decision, I know that you're listening. Pay the man. Make it happen. Figure, figure it out because it's it – if Vance Joseph makes it work Sunday with or without Marcus Golden, then – Vance Joseph and, have a statue erected outside in his honor because and, that that and, the group of players he's got is not ideal. Johnny, one, Jordan P in the chat just said it's weird because he agreed to that amount. I mean, so did Kyler Murray, so did all the other major players in the National Football League that outperformed their contract. So Marcus has outperformed his contract. You know, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, guys, was DJ Humphrey Humphreys? He was what in the last year? He's going to make twenty million dollars this year, and he said, "Screw that! I want more money there over the go. next couple of years, so I'm not practicing." Yeah, there, but he's he's not go. thirty. He's not thirty, and he's you know, I mean, DJ Humphreys had if, he had leverage, and I think you know Marcus has leverage, but, but it's like, hey, but, you want to miss game checks? Okay, I mean, but the leverage is he's the most productive person on your defense that's returning, right? Mm-hmm. And that's coming off his past performance. Age wasn't an issue. Age, be- to me, becomes an issue when your production falters. His production hasn't faltered. He's been one of the most pre- – he outperformed Chandler Jones. You know what I mean? And I know that Chandler's up there long in the tooth as well. But in terms of what you have, I, I don't even think it was close, right? What, what was the next yeah. sack leader, you know, right behind Marcus? Was it Buddha? I think it was like – I think it was – it Probably was yeah. That. It was not an outside linebacker. Uh, it was a defensive back. Uh, I'm gonna. I agree, and I think Sunday. I mean, the Cardinals and their fan base. You know, we haven't been spoiled much, but we've been spoiled with a consistent pass rush since Chandler Jones got here in 2016. Uh, and it's been six years of bliss at that position. Are we now seeing a transitional phase for the Cardinals with no Chandler, Marcus Golden potentially wanting more money? question marks with rookies and veterans abound. I mean, hopefully the Cardinals don't take too long to figure it out, but I've got something to help you figure out right now. Check out the PHNX merchandise locker for the hottest t-shirt in the Valley as it relates to the Cardinals or anything else. Our Hollywood Hill sign on top of Camelback. I'm going to pull it up as we speak. We're hoping to have this shirt in studio come Sunday uh, for you to check out. Hollywood Hills at Camelback. Get this right now. It's a new release at the PHNX Merchandise Locker. Get it now. Uh, I think it's $29.99. You can get it for free if you become a member at gophnx.com where you can read the work of myself and my many talented peers. $0.99 for the first month, Bo. $8.99 for the subsequent months. Yep, it's a great shirt. You're going to want to have that uh, to get out there, wear it to Glendale while you're watching your favorite team play ball. What else are we talking about? We're talking about Four Peaks and how incredible Four Peaks is. We get a toast month's steak. You want to be the next winner of that? Well, the only way you can do it is enter to win at gophnx.com. You can win yourself a $50 Four Peaks gift card. Also get yourself a PHNX annual membership. 
and you can get yourself that uh, PHNX shirt of your choice. Four Peaks, uh, you know, out there at Eighth Street. I know they're going to be doing a uh, Sun Devil watch party this Saturday. That's going to be going on at Four Peaks. That's going to be a blast. Watch some Sun Devil football. Eat some great food. Drink some great beer. Hang out with the PHNX Sun Devils gang, Shane and Sean and Toe Tree. It's going to be a blast. Four Peaks is always a good time. Make sure to check them out there on H Street and get signed up for that uh, for that sweepstakes at gophnx.com. Everybody do me a quick favor if you're interested in seeing this. So I have been shamed on this show many times for my inability to chug a beer. We're going to be at the Lola Live 10 a.m. Sunday morning. I will chug a beer live on air either at our PHNX Cardinal show or at our tailgate if this video on YouTube gets to 100 likes. So we got to get 100 likes on this YouTube video right now. Go smash the like button. It's only if it crosses 100. If it gets to 99, no dice. If you want to see me embarrass myself, with Bo Brock, Shane Diefenbach, the GM, sure Tom Quinn, and many sure others. Though. Nope, John we're not doing that. This body, sure this body's though. not ready. This body's not ready to, <laughs> sure. to go shirtless. Uh, this is my I mean, the dad bod is not prepared for that. This is this is as best you can get this profile. Uh, but if you're interested in seeing uh, my tomfoolery, my buffoon uh, buffoonness uh, on Sunday morning, like this video. We'll get to 100. I'll, I'll attempt to chug another beer, but it has to be uh, a well, lighter. Think about beer. this. There's 95 people, 97 people watching now. Just just tap the like button. It's that simple. And we're, it we're helps. there. It helps. It helps us in many I mean, ways. And I'm here to help <laughs> you by uh, amusing you. And what else uh, is pretty uh, funny uh, and crazy is uh, I think Sports Illustrated released the most expensive ticket for this weekend. NFL slate, Bill Brock, Damian Anderson, and the least expensive ticket. The least expensive ticket is not surprising. Good old Detroit host in Philadelphia. 78 bucks. You can go watch the Motor City team take on Philadelphia. But, gentlemen, what caught our eyes at PHNX, the most expensive ticket across the NFL landscape. It's not Tampa and the LA Rams. It's the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. The most expensive ticket for this weekend, just over $24,000. How how much would you have to pay to to see a, a live sporting event? Certainly not week one. It would have to be championship game like if the cardinals yeah. were in the super bowl bo brock what would you pay at you know you're you're big time mr media big j journalist now you get up in the rafters yeah. for free mm-hmm. but if you weren't if you were joe schmo like da and i how much would you pay for a ticket to a game Damn. i mean w- w- what's my ceiling i mean if, if i'm watching yeah, the like, most yeah man and it's like a game seven winner go home or just the super bowl. yeah 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 Sons i think or, or game Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I think Cardinal. that for me, Cardinal. like to where I wouldn't, when I wouldn't throw up on myself, I think I could, and don't tell my wife this, but probably five grand, but I don't think yeah. that gets very far. I, I think I figured out why it's so expensive. I'm pretty why? sure I know why. Okay. I think Hit that's what, it. I think, I think that's what the chiefs are telling Jackson Mahomes. It costs for a ticket. They're just <laughs> like, Hey, if you want to come to the game and watch your brother well play, it's going to cost 25 G's. That's good stuff. Damien, what about you? <laughs> I, I mean, I like where Bo's at. I would say, I, I mean, if I if I knew someone that was like, I don't know, the Cardinals versus, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I just, knowing what what I know, like, I, I mean, I, maybe maybe a grand. Like, maybe I think that yeah. I would. Yeah, that's, probably. Like that's, a, still, a, that's still rich, man. That's still I can tell you. I mean, I. A, sol- a grand a ticket, 
Probably. You know, like that's what I, I can tell you right now. If the Cardinals are in the Super Bowl at State Farm Stadium, PHNX will have a tailgate for those of you out there that don't want to pay the egregious fees. And it'll be a hell of a lot less than a grand uh, to come and party. Hold, with hold, us. hold on, guys. Let's, let's, Johnny, what, what the hell do they get with $24,000, though? Do they get a ride, airplane flight? Do they get like a, a halftime performance, personalized halftime? Steve Kime better be better be <laughs> hand feeding me grapes and shrimp, peeled shrimp for that amount of money. I better be, I better on, be the couch, my on the side of the field. On the couch <laughs> on the side of the field. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Like, do you get a you you, do you get to be in Jersey and a helmet on the sideline? Good help. That's like the it's like what they do with like uh, Major League Baseball teams and old men in the spring. What is it? Fantasy camps. Yeah, it's like a fantasy camp. Uh, That has to be it. Because otherwise, uh, I don't know. I I, I've sat all over that stadium. I've been in the press box. Like, there's no seat in that building. It's a gorgeous stadium (laughs) that's worth twenty four grand. Good hell. Do you do we get drunk uh kind for that? I think it depends on if they get that dub, maybe you can party with him into well into the night. He already cost uh, himself that much money by doing that. <laughs> 24k better get me a play call. In, ooh, that's good. Maybe you get a, yeah. a give me play call in the fourth quarter, depending on if it's a I blowout. Bet, yeah. Damn that. I better get a carry. Fuck that. I, I need a <laughs> carry. Damien could probably help the Cardinals this weekend. <laughs> I need a series if I'm paying 24k, bro. Like, How about this? You what in the chat says I spent four grand for game two finals tick Suns tickets. Never again. Laugh out loud. Um, well, didn't they win that game? You what? And they were up two to nothing in the NBA finals, and they lost four straight. But um, yeah, I two grand steep. A grand is steep. I would never be able to talk my wife into anything more than like six, seven hundred bucks. Because I like I would rather be at a bar with my friends from PHNX having a good time. Uh, and you can start that fun this weekend. It's game week, gentlemen. We are so fired up. Uh, you're going to be able to see us live in our new studio as early as Friday. We've got our more furniture hookup. Their Labor Day sale ended yesterday, but you can still check out all their good stuff at morefurniture.com. Bo is going to be at the stadium. DA, myself, Frank Sanders, giving you the post-game rundown immediately following the game. And you're thinking to yourself, I want to hang out before then. Well, come on down to the Lola across the street. Even if you don't have a ticket to the game, come and hang out. 20 bucks, as much as you can drink, as Bo Brock mentioned. Sign up right now. You're going to be sitting around, stewing around on Sunday morning. The best place to be, Cardinals therapy, football therapy, myself, DA, Bo Brock, Frank Sanders, a bunch of PHNX personalities. It is a great time. This is the fall of the Arizona Cardinals. It's also the fall of PHNX Cardinals. Be sure to like, subscribe. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Like this video. If it gets 100 likes, I will chug a beer on Sunday's tailgate show. For Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, I'm Johnny Venerable. We're back tomorrow. Peace.